Welcome to Scale Up and Grow, a podcast from Turning Point Training and Development, where we discuss everything you need to know for your own personal and professional development and growth. Here's your host, Mary Ricketts. This is Mary Ricketts, your podcast host today with Turning Point Training and Development. We are in our series talking about to change or not to change. We are talking about when is it really a good time for me to make a job change, a career change, a department change. We want to make sure that you do it with the best information possible. And not just because you've gotten angry, you've gotten mad, someone, you know, it, it was a bad day, you've had a bad week. So we are sharing some of some of the best information that we have had personal experience with or great articles that we have seen um, that have been out there that really help you think about when it's time for that career change, when it's time for that job move or, or change department. One of the great opportunities that we have, especially if we are working a large corporation, you know, some of the big companies. It, it may just be time to change departments, but here's what is ironic. There are some things that we have to do some self-reflection on to really find out, is it me? Is it them? You know, it, am I just having a bad season or is there something that I really need to look at? So we are really chatting about what are some of those telltale signs that you're going to know, you know what, it is time to make a move. Here is, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just say, we're just going to call this, here's the next thing to think about. When you go to work, only for the paycheck. Don't get me wrong. And this does not matter if you are a lawyer, if you are a physician, you know, at this dynamic hospital. It doesn't matter what your position is. When you get up in the morning and you're telling yourself, you know what? I'm only coming here because the money's good. Whether you're working at, you know, a gigantic uh, government organization or you are working at a small mom and pop shop, when you know that I'm only going because I need the money. And I don't mean I'm only going because I need the money. I'm only going because the money's good, because that base salary is fabulous, or you're hanging in there just for the next bonus. Have you ever wanted to quit your job? But you knew, especially if you're in sales and commissions, and you just closed the big deal, and you're like, you know what, I'm just going to hang in there until I get that bonus in January. I'm just going to hang in there uh, because I exceeded the quarterly goals. And that's all I am here to do. You've really got to start thinking, is that a good enough reason to stay there? There's an old saying, my dad used to say it, I've heard other people say it, it's improper English, but it's all money ain't good money. When you despise going to the office and you know that the only reason you're at that job and the only reason why you're staying in that position, in that department, on that team, or even just doing what you're doing is because of the money, you've really got to make a decision. Um, because earning a lot of money in a job at the sacrifice of your peace and your joy and your happiness, you've got to make a decision. Is it really worth it? I have several absolutely hilarious stories to share with you of women that I know that have been lawyers 
for years. And, and they're not lawyers anymore. <laughs> I know women who have had um, dynamic positions. They have PhDs in, in an awesome field and then realize they really don't like it. They are not practicing in that field. Have you run into someone or is that you? It's like, you know what? I know I've got my MD, but is that really what I want to do? I know I have my JD. Is that really what I enjoy doing? Do you have that law degree, but you hate what you do? Then is it worth it? Is it worth just you making the six figures? Is it worth you making, you know, $300,000 a year, getting up every day and doing something that you do not enjoy doing? So here we come. It's time to take a look. What's the balance for you? You know, I love the income that I have because I really like the lifestyle that I'm living and I don't want to give that up. Or could you consider, I'm just saying, could you consider changing your lifestyle a little bit so that you can really go on and take on the job or the career that you absolutely enjoy? Material things cannot make up for your peace and happiness. So just because you're making the six figures, just because you have the $300,000 job that you absolutely hate, and maybe it's not that you hate the company you're at, you just don't like the work that you do. If you don't like the work that you do, you have to make some, some strategic decisions on, you know what? I'm willing to get rid of the million dollar house and, and find something around $400,000 if it means that I can give up the $300,000 paid job and go for something that's paying me one eighty-five, dollars and I'm going to be happy and enjoy the work that you do. So what am I saying? Are you doing it only for the money? If you're in your career and in your position and holding your title only because of the money that you make and the material things that you're able to purchase with that income, is it worth it to you? What type of satisfaction do you have at the end of the day? Because if you say, you know what? No, Mary, I don't agree. It is worth it. I will go to work every day in a job and a career that I don't like because I know that I can give my family, I can give myself, I can give my children the lifestyle that I want them to have. Can I tell you something? Usually in a family, the kids know, the spouse knows, the family knows, mom and dad hate what they do. Oh, but they do it for us, but they hate what they do. How happy are you really when it comes to going to work every day, let alone coming home? Is it worth it because you can buy yourself nice things um, to try and make up for the job that you hate but at the end of the day where are we spending most of our hours in a day most of our hours in a day are spent at the office you know even whether you are a physician if you are a lawyer if you are a chiropractor if you are an engineer an artist most of our day is that eight to five at the office so if I don't enjoy the majority of my day, what am I really saying? You know, uh, am I really being a, a hypocrite about enjoying life? You would be absolutely surprised. So here's another thing. Have you ever caught yourself at the office and you're sitting there just daydreaming? And you are daydreaming about your dream job, your dream career, 
Hey, and can I say something for, for all of us that are in the C-suite to the CEO and the CFOs and the CTOs and the CIOs and the COOs, for those that are in the C-suite, this is for you as well. Just because you started the company, you built the company, just because the top recruiter found you to lead this great executive position in the company that you really in, you know, thought you would like it, if you are in that position and here you are two years, three years, 10 years down the road and you don't enjoy coming to work, do you think that you're the only one that can tell? Because I, I bet you that you've got some peers that can tell that, you know what, Bob really does not care for this job anymore. Tom really doesn't enjoy this. Courtney is thinking, you know what, I thought this position was going to be something different. It's really not what I want it to be. It doesn't matter your title. The key is if you're sitting in that office and you are beginning to daydream about your dream job, your dream career, or you are sitting there saying, you know what, if I could do it all over again, I would have done something different. I would have um, taken a different position. Here's another good telltale sign. When something pops up from monster.com or Indeed or you're on LinkedIn and, you know, we get this bar at the top, you know, this advertisement of this great executive position, this supervisor's position, this management position, and you catch yourself clicking on it guess what? You're probably really thinking it. Whether it is consciously or subconsciously, you are, you caught yourself, you are now busted and you are on the job site. Or you put your feelers out. That's what we love to say. I'm just going to put my feelers out and, you know, I want to stay on top of what's out there. If you start dreaming about a dream job, a dream career, a different position, um, or, or a different department. And here's the thing, when you're in the C-suite, it really can impact your organization if you're staying in a position that you don't enjoy and you don't want to be there. So here's here's the two things we're hitting on today. Just to give you a, a nice quick little recap, when is it really a good time to start considering a new job, a new department, a new career, and it's time to make the change is when you know, honestly, you're only there for the money. You are only there because of the salary that you're getting. If it wasn't for the, if you could get that same salary somewhere else, you would leave in a heartbeat. Or is it the fact that you're in the office, but as soon as there's a quiet moment, your mind is going and you are daydreaming, or you're on LinkedIn because you're looking for, you know, new contacts, but that banner comes up about you know, what some huge company hiring a position that's similar to what yours is. Did you click it? Oh, you did click it. And now you're searching. And now you're on LinkedIn, but you're on the job site for LinkedIn. Or you're on monster.com or you're on, on, on Indeed. Or did you contact that same recruiter that got you this job? Did you kind of just reach out to get you know, to feel and see what's out there. You know, you want to sharpen your skills. So here's what I want to tell you. Listen to, listen to your heart. Listen to your instincts. What is your gut really telling you about the current position you're in or the current career? There's a difference in changing jobs and a difference in changing careers. So a previous career, 
you know, are you a lawyer that hates what you do? Are you a district attorney that you're like, you know what? This is really not what I really wanted to do in my life. I was at our local community college to speak at an event that we recently had. And I was so excited to hear one of the graduates um, that was also a scholarship recipient actually said, she looked up one day and she's like, I am in the hospitality industry. This is not what I wanted to do. She looked like she was probably, you know, maybe mid thirties. Um, and when she talked about what she really wanted to do, I'm like, you went from hospitality working in the hotels, you know, in a supervisor position to a medical field that I don't even understand what all they do. But she's like, but this is what I wanted to do. She wanted to do uh, research in the biology department of a huge hospital. And I thought, oh, she changed careers and it was a perfect time, a perfect move for her. She was able to get, um, get the education that she needed. She got the scholarships that she needed and she is on her path to doing what her heart's desire is. So here is my challenge with you. Are you already catching yourself on the job boards looking for, looking for what's out there? Are you starting to read a lot more about what other people are doing in that dream career and dream job that you have? And do you have a job that you hate telling people what you do? Do you go to the parties and you go to the networking events and you're like, eh, I, I like to go, but I really don't like to tell people what I do like because I don't like what I'm doing. So as you think about these two tips and these two topics that we hit on today, think about it. Am I, am I excited? When I go to the office, am I only going for the paycheck? Is this even the career I want to be in? One of my uh, one of my my uh, spiritual coaches, which is my pastor, said something one time: Do you want your next ten years to be like your last ten? Do you want your next three years to be like your last three? Those are the decisions we've got to make. Thank you for joining our episode. We have so much coming up. Stay tuned. We are going to start putting some links um, to our website on there. Because some of these are great articles um, that you can go back and read and get some great tips, some great insight. There is a, a career change quiz out there that I like. So we'll be adding the link to that as well. And then if you are really serious about it, think about bringing someone on board that can help coach you um, for career or at least take a look at some of the great assessments that are out there. We have some available through our company. There are others out there that have them available, but do something. Do something to get a grasp so that your next three years are better. Your next 10 years are better than the last. Thank you for joining our podcast. I'm Mary Ricketts, Turning Point Training and Development. To change or not to change is the time for a career move. Talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to this episode of Scale Up and Grow from Turning Point Training and Development. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. In the meantime, check out all of our on-demand training courses at turning-point.newzendler.com. That's turning-point.newzendler.com.